I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen... We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, that buddy? Was something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Uh-oh. Supercoach 360! The way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just doing? Makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that moment. Makes it crook. Supercoach 360 podcast. Hey guys, how we going, girls? Um, last episode, bit of a free for all here, so thank you for making trial. <laughs> um, tonight we've got not much on the agenda. We've got a few trades for those lucky enough to have a couple. We got a few captain options, and then. Who are you? What are we listening? I am. <laughs> nah. Oh, sorry. It's Supercoach 360, obviously. Got Bergs here, Juzzy here, Louie in the background. What's up? Make some noise, boys. What's going on? How are we doing? How are we? Are we pumped for footy? Like, so last for finals. Week, last week before finals. Couple of good games this week. There's been a couple of good games the last couple of weeks. Been good. Couple, yeah, let's couple l- more coming up. Shall we start with the weekend that was, boys? Because you made a comment pre-show. Uh, pretty much the only teams that can win the comp, you believe, play Thursday or Friday night. Yeah. Or well, pretenders play Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Just, just from the quality of football that was shown. Like Penrith. Don't read too much into that. Obviously, they're going to be. You know where Penrith will be come finals time. They're the team to beat. Yeah, they've, they've already been sort and of resting a little bit. What the Roosters and Storm dished up, just incredible. And then they got followed up by the schmozzle on Saturday by the rest of them. And that just showed me that it's three teams now. Even though one of us is not in top four, so history says they can't do it. But they put six weeks together from last week. I think they can do it. Roosters. Yeah. 
They are. They're looking mighty strong. You were talking about it last week on the pod. Um, Couple of injuries. Tupo. Someone else got injured and Lynn's Collins four week suspension. Yeah, Radley head knock. So as long as Tupo and Radley are back, I think that'll be all right. Burger, are you doing the shares, bud? Yes, I am. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree with you there, though. Right. Watching the footy on the weekend, the games I did manage to watch, I didn't watch nothing really Sunday, but they were relevant games. But, <laughs> but um, you missed crackers. But yeah, for me, I think. Affairs. Oh, funny that. Teams that can't defend, leaking in heaps of points. I think the Melbourne and Roosters dished up some great, great footy. Um, and yeah, Penrith when they get Nafe back after a five week rest is that's such a godsend for them. If you catch me drift, you have your half back. Sit out for five weeks or four weeks before finals. I mean, like if if he had any niggles, you know what I mean, then it would have been a real well, you good time think to get rid of those niggles. Last year going into finals he was um underdone. He had the injury there, he had yeah. the shoulder thing and he still pushed through this year, fit. Um, so yeah, he'd be chomping at the bit, and yeah, hanging the play for five weeks. Yeah, he'd be itching to get back. Every, the whole team gets a week rest this week, so everyone's going to be fresh come next week. So the question is, Melbourne Parramatta play each other this week. Now I would the, win, the winner of that game will more than likely play Panthers. Panthers, do you throw it and play the Raiders week one? Yeah, well, instead of going to Penrith, getting beat up, and then probably having to back up the next week anyway. Or making Penrith back up the next week. You know what I mean? The, the, the problem with that being Storm and Parramatta this year have been the only ones to really show Panthers up. They know what they're doing. And I know the Panthers were underdone when they played the Storm last time, but still... I've seen them in the grand final. The storm gotten better since then too. Yeah, like they've clicked, and, and I think leaving Munster at fullback is very dangerous. Because Panthers don't know what to do with that yet. Munster's so unpredictable. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Nobody, so nobody, nobody can no. coach against that. Bro, he's just a gun. Like in saying that, they lack a bit of creativity with uh, Meany at six, but he does a decent enough job for Munster to play one. You know, and one such a crucial... But that's where... Well, I mean, he doesn't have to do much. We've... Hughes pretty much controlling the right-hand side. Munster's still sweeping around his fullback there. Munster can still sweep around his fullback and play that 5-8 on the left-hand side outside Grant and Hughes as well. So, as long as Hughes pivots to the other side of the ruck, it doesn't really matter, I don't think, where Meany plays. He's just making up an extra number somewhere. And he's been doing it well. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's terrible or anything like that. sounded bad, I did, but... He's been brilliant for him this year. Anywhere he's been asked to play, he just goes in and just does it. He gets told what his job is. That's it. And he just goes in and does his job, and that's what the Storm yeah. want, and it's worked quite well for him. You know, it's going to be interesting when they're outside backs next uh, next year, I should say, uh, back to full strength, because they're, they're coming on now, but... No, he'll be he'll be a walk up start on the wing. Yeah, that's it. Like that that's where Meany's supposed be to be playing. So it's gonna be interesting when he gets back there what he does because he's gonna he's a seasoned NRL player. 
You know, like he's he's had decent season. He was a score for that man. He is a good score. Right. He would have been our best to finish the year off last year. Well, that's it. He came out of a terrible fucking Newcastle team into just as bad as Berry's team. And now he's finally found a team with a little bit of structure and decent players around him. He's showed he's got what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was one of the first ones to rubbish Nick Meany when we saw him, but by the end he was he was definitely doing He was good. pretty much your only attacking threat by the end of last year. He was doing great things for us. It was a sad loss for us, really, because he would have been doing really good this year with Burton and that as well. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, Penrith are the team to beat, but them other two teams in the Roosters and, and Melbourne both have the team to do it. Like you said, Lindsay Collins, massive loss for but four weeks. But he'll be weeks. back GF. Yeah, but do they get there without him? Like, he's he's an origin and an Australian rep. I think he's good. He's yeah, he's a big loss. He's a gun forward. I know where Hargraves would pick up the slack with minutes. Lodge definitely would well, pick up big pick up with Lodge slack, slack with minutes. So I think that other young butcher. Well, he'd he'd been out Collins pretty much since Origin. Remember, that's why yeah. they got Lodge. So they weren't really missing him. Before he just got his suspension, so it was just a, like it will be obviously drop off in that bench rotation, but it was I just to so. look at on paper what a fucking it's formidable. Has what he a taken medicine! Four weeks or is he going to the judiciary? Yeah, tonight? no, he's, he took the early. Yeah, he took his medicine, which yeah. for me I think he was hard, harshly done by as well. Well, they're but, trying to eradicate it, but when you're giving people four weeks for that, and then you're giving people fines for other stuff in the same game, it's like. What are you trying to eradicate from the game here? Well, I thought the head was the major issue, but we can drop elbows into people's heads. But as soon as you lazily fall on someone's back of their leg, it's four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just, you don't know. The grey area is so big. With but then we'll the protect the head when there's a head clash and we'll send Cohen Hess off for 10 minutes. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, there's grey areas, man. Yeah. Oh, it's just, That's it's actually a question I have. Actually, do some some forwards take take like more than an inch when given it? Like you know how they sort of get given their inch and then they end up turning it into a mile, you know? And to get a fine at the end of it is a bit of a joke when the likes of Dale Finucan, whose tackle technique was too hard and too fast, which got him two weeks. It's just fucking kidding. Like, it is kidding. Yeah, like, big nails, definitely Vanessa Charlton's on. Well, man, it's premeditated attack. I'm sorry. You don't just... I don't know if it's, pre- like, yeah, I don't know if it's premeditated per such, like he goes into the game intending to do it. No, but, but when, it's, when the situation arises, the he takes the opportunity that's nah, presented. See, I think at some point throughout the game, he went, well, I'm going to drop an elbow into someone. He might not have known exactly who he was going to do it to, but he knew well, he, got he was going to go out. And he, gonna... and he got Gus. There was probably more. It was a pretty hectic game. Oh, it was brutal. Like, it was a 90s throwback. Great to watch. It was awesome to watch. But, yeah. All right. Um, Last week. What's up? Okay, you keep going. No, it's all. All right. Last week, I asked a question um, and put a post out like, what you guys would um, like to see changed or maybe some love sprinkled in the way of that particular stat or whatever. Um, Wade Murphy said, 
they could do an extra points for man of the match, it would be good. Like, say you get the Daly M points, like you get man, best man on the field gets X amount of points, maybe. that just add to the fullbacks, probably. No, I think that just adds shit part to the game. Because I, I yeah, everyone agrees with the one, two, three every week. That's it. Are you going off Daly M? Are you going off Channel 9? Or Triple M off? or yeah, well, SEM? I mean, it'd be, it'd be Fox for sure that you're going off with some affiliation. Oh, but that's it, love. Exactly. Yeah. It starts to get a bit sketchy there. Otherwise, they've got to award their own player in the match, and that is the player that scored the most super coach points. Oh, I'll go back to a game where I watched a Penrith. I think it was two, three years ago, maybe. Paul Gallen was the Daly M judge. I, I, I was watching a lot of... Because we were right there next to You got to the, the photo. We were right there next to it. And I was watching a lot of that and the game. And a lot of time he was there on his phone. He wasn't even watching the fucking rugby league. Yeah. So for him to give out the Dallium votes after that is a joke. Because yeah. they don't have time to go back and watch a replay and then give the votes the next day. They have to do it like within an hour or something after the game. So yeah, it's a schmozzle. Yeah. It's pretty much oh popular guy. Yep, three points, two points, one point. So, yeah, it's a farce. Oh. All right. Uh, Takuri Ramika. Sorry, dude, if I butchered that. He'd like to see a five-point deduction for a failed captain cha- challenge. One-point deduction for a successful challenge. Two points for a falcon either way. <laughs> two points for a goosey that leads to a try. Three points <laughs> if they have a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the slimy loophole and a free trade during buy round. So yeah, that was a good one. I like that. Uh, Matty Miag, Matty, uh, hope you did well this year, mate. Uh, I reckon one-on-one strips should be awarded points unless they already are, and I'm unaware. I love, I'd love for tackles to be worth more than one point, perhaps two points. I'd love to see more points for running meters too. Just with just his thoughts. Try saving. T- uh, this is from Wade Murphy again. Try saving tackles and well, intercepts. Can we just elaborate on that one? Yeah, that's it. I was actually that. That's a really good point about the hit ups because you've only got hit ups under eight meters, hit ups over eight, uh, over eight meters. But I think that's if you it. get past, I'm happy for every like ten meters. Like if you go over twenty, that's worth three. Yeah. If you go over thirty, it's four. Forty, that's five. Yeah, and a point the every the ten meters. Yeah. Run yeah. the length of the field, but don't manage to get the try. And if you, you do it, eight points anyway, because that's a pretty hectic run to have to do. I mean, it's the fullback's fault you got passed in defence, in theory, so they they shouldn't get anything for it. But if they manage to get back there, you know what I mean. Like the person who chases down that person should get the try saver as well. Well, they definitely need more points. Salt Bay their way. And um, I think for a dominant one-on-one tackle, yeah, two or three points. Yeah, well, they come up here. Um, Tackle with a loss of meters should be worth two points, and tackle causing error should be worth three points. Five even. Oh, that's that's a, that's a big moment in the game. Oh, massive Ooh, game oh, error with a tackle. Tackle causing error. And oh, like not nine times out of ten, it is due from that one man oh, getting up under I'm the sure ball with his shoulder. Last too, year so. or the year before, they introduced a scoring play that was forced to scrum. Something like that. Yeah, there was. So if you took someone points, out, yeah. or if you forced an error, you got a certain amount of points. I don't know if it's still there. I don't think it is. But yeah, I, that like, that definitely has to be impacting supercage because it impacts the game. Yeah, hectically. Well, yeah, and, and nine times out of ten, like I was just saying, it is that one bloke getting up and under the ball like two men's normally. Uh, the penalty's blown 
Yeah. Even if there isn't hands in there because two men are in there and the ball's coming. But that's but it. Even if there is three men in there and the ref calls knock on, don't give it all them. Like, just reward that one guy who does that good shot, who forces the ball loose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That was from James Christoph. Uh, Danny Sackle. Exactly. Post-try celebrations give an extra two points, <laughs> which, you know what, I, I like that. I, I do like that because... I would like to see more of the post-try celebrations. Well, this year, if you, I, know, I, I didn't have a win this year because it was implemented. Obviously, something went out. Remember last year, I was heavily disappointed with the... I was still heavily disappointed with Try July. Yeah, but this the year... The Sharks was, were the only team to pretty much celebrate every single one of their tries. Yep. Every other team let drop the ball, I think. Yeah, that I month, just, you celebrate every single try you score, even if it's just... Nothing. Wipe your bum with the fucking football. Yeah. Like, do just something. do something. Like, yeah. It's not hard. And then 20 points for a halftime shoey. That was from Saxy. <laughs> I like Saxy stuff. <laughs> it's always good. It's got to be alcoholic, but can't yeah. be Powerade. Then today I got these. I threw a question post up. Uh, just asking, like, where some people, like, went wrong and if they had anything. Sean O said one less centre wing and one more fullback position. Would anyone like that? I think part of the game is finding that fullback that you can put in your wings. I don't think your salary cap would like that. Yeah. Could you? <laughs> to be honest, I can't. I mean, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd love to have three fullbacks, but sometimes that's why you have to get on someone because of that dual position thing. Um, The other day I thought I've seen something about 18th man as well, like having nope. just an 18th man. No, nah, go on. All right. Sorry, um, hey. Nicholas Evans said it's almost time to start su- talk super coach racing. And then James Rhodes Rhodes said, NBBL. NFL starts soon, guys. Let me just say this. Jump on board the NFL with me. BBL this year. Braddo and Roscoe are going to continue on uh, doing stuff on the website for everyone. So just keep an eye out there. The content will be still getting to the website. We'll work out how we're going to do it and stuff over probably Supercoach Racing. But, yeah, we'll we'll get back to you on that. But there's definitely going to be some content coming through the website and probably through for BBL, yeah, through through the website and probably through the page. So just keep an eye out for that if you're keen on doing that. Uh, if anyone's keen on writing that with the boys through BBL and uh, keen on doing some write-ups next year for the website, f- drop us a line and we'll get a hold of you. I'll uh, we'll go back to the, the questions drop now. Peter Elzer's biggest gripe is that. Almost, it's almost impossible to make informed decisions during the round regarding changing your trade decisions and substituting players onto the field to win particular head-to-heads because of huge update or huge variations in later updates, rendering many of one's decisions ineffective. This cost me a grand final berth in which I would have won the money because I was, despite being 23 points ahead at the end of the semi-final round. After updates ended at equal scores and lost on the ranking rule. So they drew at the end of that, and because old mate was a higher rank, he got the chocolate. If you some bust with candies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Nah, um, I get what he's saying, but what 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 can you do? Like, I, you know what, do at you the end of the, the day... you want the guys who score the Supercoach to at the 4 o'clock on morning on a Saturday night recounting games? Oh, well, if they're getting paid to do it, why not? Because they've obviously been scoring the games throughout the week, so they've got the, throughout that day, so they've probably already got six hours under their belt. Do you want to then go back and double watch? Well, or no, do you want new update. people to come straight in after they've watched the games up till eight o'clock on Saturday or 
9.30 on Saturday and then go back and re-watch the game and have it updated by Sunday morning? No, I just get the drama that Thursday game gets updated pretty quick. I get, I get that, but what's the, what's the solution? Uh, hire more know. people? Probably hire. Make them work OT? Hire a couple more people, a couple more scorers. Have two I'd, people in there at once, so old mate scores the first game and then the next fellow scores the second game while old mate goes back and scores the first game again? I don't know. I don't know how they do it. Um, well, what about more accurate scoring during the games also would help? Like, sometimes some of these players are blowing up some big big update scores, and some some people aren't seeing it. Other people are, but... Well, I think a lot of the time that comes back to that conjecture about the last pass try assist or whether he's done enough to draw a defender or not to get that try assist, and that can be wishy-washy. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah, well, that's all that. Usually I find the most popular player ends up getting it. Funny yeah. that. Yeah, it is. Um, I was just going to say, um, what would be something that you guys would change now to Supercoach? I know we covered a few things last week, but we got given a few good ideas there. Has it prompted anything else that you... No, from just, just what we touched on last week, like heavily, I've thought about it a lot. Over, especially since doing a podcast because Supercoach has sort of become a lot more ingrained in my life since doing that. But just the defence goes unrewarded so much. Like all those things that we heard defensively, um, a try saver. Now you hear everyone say like, yep, try saver's worth a try, but you probably can't give 17 points. But you could easily give it 10 or a 12 like you said last week, which is yeah. easily... Easily, everyone would easily say great, great points, you know, um, because because of the effort involved in the play, like and like that, um, like I think it was um, James James said, the dislodgement of the ball tackle, like was no one gets nothing for that. It's 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 enough and doing play. No one gets nothing for the one on one strip. Massive game changing moments in in super coach and in football because a, Is it a gives your error when that happens though. Isn't that scored? I think they did have a score. I'm not sure if it still is. I don't know. I'd have to go through the key. Um, but the, yeah, there's heaps of little things that are. That's just me. Um, well, no. We, I think if if you look back at the start of the Super Cage, yeah, it was probably a bit forward friendly, but it was evenish. Yeah. But as time's gone on, they've upped the points for a try. They've upped the points for try assist. They've upped the points for a line break assist. They've upped the points for a line break. They've added tackle bus. They've added offloads. They've added 40-20s. They've added all these attacking stats, but the defence is still one point for a tackle. Yeah. Like, why Which, can't we upgrade the defensive side of the game as well? Why does it always have to be attacking shit that's rewarded? Well, you see some players are just gun defenders and... Where do they get a point? Well, when these top teams play each other and it's a 6-10 whatever scoreline and there's no attacking stats and it's a low-scoring supercoach game, that's where the defensive side of it, you get your rewards because there's lots of try-saving tackles. There's lots of good one-on-one tackles and shit like that where defense should be rewarded more, but instead, because we're just attack-friendly supercoach game, yeah. it's the highest score of 65. It's like, yeah. even it out a bit. Yeah, well, there's so many, like, don't get wrong, it's going to be, again, 
people are going to be up till four in the morning scoring shit. Like and then they even have a like, try, try contribution. That's another one they've added too for the attacking side. Yeah. See, they've got the ineffective offload, which gives you points for trying Two points for them. a shit offload and yeah. four points for a... I don't, I don't even know what they call a shit offload and a good offload. I think it's just one well, is a shit offload something that you pass to the other team? I think you get no meters. Well, you don't meters. make any ground? I think no, you get I no meters. So if you offload someone and they run one meter in front of you and then get tackled, is that an effective offload? Yeah, because you still manage to offload the ball. But is it really effective? No. That's what I'm saying. Like, How do you judge that shit? I think, I think it should just effective be effective offload should be a line break. If it generates second phase play off the tackle. I think yeah, I think it should be if it generates second phase play, but not if you just take a hit up one meter pass and get tackled. You should have to either pass it on or make a little run or something after that I offload. I mean that's it. They, for they it to be have, effective. They may have their own rules and definitions. I mean they'd have to to be able to work it out. I I get it. technically every offload's effective because you've drawn in defenders and you've got the ball away, so the defensive line's shortened. Well provided the ball gets caught. If you that's throw it. the ball to nothing well, they have. Right. They also have to juice up the defensive side because it's not like now you can take the points away from the attacking points. No, and not it, with money. It really is, but I mean, like attackers lose points for ineffective tackles. So I think uh, I want sorry for in, ineffective attack. So you know, missed tackles, um, missed field goals, etc. You lose points. Um, errors, you lose points, but penalties conceded. But yeah, you're right. There's no reward for the attacking team if they force an error. And I mean, like, I mean, there'd have to be rules to it. So, like, a loose carry. When it gets deemed a loose carry, well, that's an error on that team side. But if it gets, well, no, because when you get when you get busted in, they still they call it a loose carry, don't they? So you couldn't go off that ruling. No, it's just a great tackle. Like nine times out of yeah, ten, it's, it's, they jar. When you watch it, when you watch the tackle, you can see. If the defender, like, you know... Well, um, you see, if old mate's shoulders got in there and dislodged the ball or if it's just come loose from yeah, like loose carry loose or carry, whatever, yeah. yeah. Well, here's the, key, here's the key to this getting points, you know, and why it should get points is you don't see it every set of six. You know what I mean? You see it occasionally in a game. It, it, I mean, and like, it it's worthy of points, you know well, what I mean? What I was thinking. Yeah. Like, you need points for a game changer, but how do you define a game changer? You know what I mean? Like, but you I mean, you can see it when you're watching the game. That momentum shift, that one play, which then turns the tide for the team and they start coming back. You see it every single well, weekend. Well, what's the difference between, like, a Victor Radley or something rushing up and forcing that mistake 10, 15 metres out from the opposition line when they're coming off and someone kicking a 40-20 and getting down in the exact same field position? Yeah, right. Like, it, it literally... They can both change the game at the exact same way. Like... Just reward defence, guys. It's got to be looked at anyway. At least discussed, I think. Like, There has to be a discussion so, somewhere. Well, no, so what would you put in it? You would put in try-savers. I like the idea of... Um, if well, you, if you a, knock attack, the ball A tackle loose. that results in negative metres or a, tack, a tackle yeah. that results in no metres gained. Or a dominant tackle, one-on-one dominant tackle. One-on-one dominant tackles, yes, for sure. Strips. Try savers need to be up. a defensive move. You don't have the ball at that point. Strip should be, yeah, heavily It's the rewarded. ultimate defensive at move. At least when you think five about points it. for strips. I think, I think it's getting underdone. I think five points is piss poor for oh, that. It, it literally is the ultimate piss defensive poor. move you oh, can do. I, well, I'm saying at least. If you get I'd eight, go eight to ten What do you get eight points for a line break? I'll give him eight points. This. I'll give you eight points for that because nine times out of ten, you get that ball and you, you semi-break the line. You know, and you don't get a line break for that. Yeah. So... It should be worth eight points at least, at a bare minimum for me. 
It's a fuck. It, sorry, it's, it's a massive, massive play. I agree. And again, it's one of them plays you don't see every game. Only certain people can pull it off. Uh, well, don't get me wrong. Everyone can pull it off. But well, what was it? The twenty twenty uh, twenty nineteen Green Final where Munster stripped Crichton late in the game, secure victory pretty much for the Storm. Yeah. Massive play. Massive. Yes. Yeah, and just... he would have got zero super coach points for it. Cool. But you know what? End of the day, massive, massive moment in football, and it's a, it's a moment that. The people at Supercoach headquarters could probably go, well, look, that's that's a reward moment. There's plenty. There's plenty. If you tackle them within, inside the eight-metre mark, that's a one point. Well, two points. Well, two you, points. you get yeah, the yeah. other point for the yeah, hit-up yeah, yeah, that yeah. they didn't get. That's right, yeah. So there's, there's a lot of love that can be spread to the defenders, and it'll bring a lot back up into the game. And then, don't get me wrong, next year it's going to be harder again to get a field of squad because everyone will have more points. But, again, it reopens up trying to find that way of jigging your team the best. So, yeah, I just like it. It's, it's a discussion that I know it probably fall on deaf ears. I don't know if anyone will ever hear it at Supercoach headquarters. Timmy, fucking... Yeah, you're the man, Timmy. You're yeah, there, Timmy, bro. Take the idea. Change the game. Yeah, you steal it, bro. Yeah, take the credit. Do whatever you need to do. Anyway, get done. let's talk a bit of Supercoach before we go to footy. Um, if you had two trades left now, I've been talking to Toby. I was, again, guys, I was on the um, Supercoach Hub podcast last week. I um, forgot to say it on Tuesday. I was on there last Wednesday. Wow, very informative, guys. I was on there with Supercoach Guns, and I was on there with Toby's Troops. Young Toby is coming 17th Killing it. this week. Two trades left. Uh, specifically plays overall. Doesn't really play head-to-head much. Um but has two <laughs> trades left for this week, so put yourself in Toby's shoes. Um, sorry, Toby, mate. Uh, but put yourself in Toby's shoes. You got two trades to make. What do you do? How do you how do you go for some how do you go for some points here, guys? Like, where are you going to look for it? Like, so we do have a couple of tough matchups, but he's got a pretty solid team. I mean, I think an upgrade in the centre wing from either Toto or Tonga. Yep. It, granted, they're not. Well, even they're not both playing this week, so I think you can upgrade them and probably give Tass a rest. Is Trell getting rested? Because Trell's going to be part of his nah. team. Trell will play. No, Trell will definitely playing. play. He'll just definitely play. Taking the week off. He's just up, up Tyree. He does that. Refreshing. So, could be a C option for Trell. Being up Tyree, being up the bush, had a relaxing week. Come back. Mind refreshed, body refreshed. Like they said on we're New watching game, old opposition, old club. We were watching three sixty before we come out here and I don't know if you're in there for when this this was brought up, but the Bush boys just love the bush. Like they have to get back to the bush. Like the city's a bit much. I, I, I like my missus a little bit country, you know what I mean? And it's sometimes this big city's a bit much. Well, I don't think it, I could handle even living in the city full time and I don't even come from the bush bush. Yeah. It is it's very Mind toll, it takes a toll on the mind a bit, city, if you're not embraced in there. Yeah, fair call. So, yeah, your trades, what are you doing? Where are you going? You're just getting rid, you're getting upgrading Targo or Toto? Well, that's it. Look, a week like this, I mean, what's the game that you're going to go for to go pick a, a random uh, well, spine player? I like the Raiders again, Jack White and Hudson Young, Rapana, that left edge. They continue to crack on. Um, I don't mind it either. I'd hedge my bets with Parramatta. To roll Melbourne? 
Pardon? Well, you know, and you got to think super coach. Pat, yeah. You got to think super coach. Like, you don't really score much points against Melbourne. That's why we sat. People talked about sitting. You don't really score much points against Penrith either. And both times, they've managed to lay it on. Yeah, I'm just... Pa- Parramatta are a wild card. Look, I- I'm just saying, right? It's What's a the one gamble. team that I, that I look at here? If I Because oh, I've got Teddy's team. Uh, Teddy's team. Toby. Toby's team in front of me. Um, and I'm looking at it. And it's like, well, okay, if Trell's playing, then you've got fullback covered. Drinky might get a rest depending on the outcome of that game you guys were saying earlier. So, yeah, I'd hedge my bets. If, if, if Parramatta's playing for it, it's at home at comeback. Where what, what, are his, what are his backs there? I don't know. He's got Manu, To'o, uh, Ronaldo, Dewey, and Tass. Look at your theory that if Parramatta's playing for it, all good. But, what, is Melbourne just turned up make up numbers? No, of course not. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, they're not going on massive. I'd be, I'd be looking at, I'd be well. looking at play at teams that have put the queue in the rack, like the Manlys or the Knights, Tigers, um, Warriors. The dogs, do, do, dogs have got Manly, but is it going to be a high school that's, that's, affair? That's is the problem. Yeah. Fest, like. Knights versus Sharks. I mean, you've probably, you've already got Nico. Who else do you go from the Sharks? You've already got uh, Mulatalo. Who do you go? Lockie Miller. Lockie Miller. Superpod. Yeah. Uh, he was. Does he have Greg Marju there? Was talking Greg Marju. Not have Greg Marju. Was there. talking Greg Marju last week. I like Greg Marju this week Warriors as well. Against the Titans. Warriors um, are playing at Mount Smart though. Just I just like Greg Marju's attitude. We've all talked about it before. He's super coach friendly guy. He's he is. might be defensive. Again, there's a thing with defence that you only lose how many points from his tackle con? One minus one. So he, he might not be great for the Titans, but he's not bad for super coach if he's missing them tackles. See, that, that's that, that's possibly another thing you could look at. Two, if, like you miss a, if you one-on-one miss a direct tackle that leads to a line break or a try, maybe you should be punished more than one point. Like a five-pointer. Well, three-pointer. Old mates just scored 27 plus 10 points for the try and the line break he's going past you with. So, hey, And this could be why we don't have the defensive scoring in there because it can become a slippery slope. Well, obviously, obviously that, that, one, that one can be open to... But the other ones, I think, are pretty foolproof. Yeah, it's just, I mean, depending on, you know, at a certain point you start to go, well, hold on, I'm adding four or five points here and I'm subtracting four or five points here depending on what's happened. And over the course of a game. Then we don't do that when they score tries or they make errors or concede penalties. Yeah, but you're not going to... Or kick it dead. Yeah, but... Well, if if, if I'm Toby, because I'll bring it back to topic. If I'm Toby, if, if I'm Toby, I'll probably I'll probably jump on Rapana, or I'll jump on Marju, or I'll jump on anyone else we miss. No, that's um, no. I'm just trying. I'm just looking through. I was, I was trying to find something, and I forgot what I was trying to find. Um, um. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be looking at definitely strengthening me backs. Um, well, he's got Chez there. It's a question of how do you do that? Do you nuff Chez for cash and then upgrade Toto or Tungo to well, one? Or do you try and... Well, I don't know Chez is only worth 460k. Yeah, but if you're juicing him for enough, that's 250k no, straight in the bank. I think you're hoping to have money in the bank and... The Toto you can juice to just about anyone, but then that's it. Who's your target? I'm, I'm Val would I'm, be my go-to in this team, but there's a chance Val gets rested if Parramatta do win. Well, I'm going Gusta Hudson Young. 
and either Tanga or Toto. Gus against his old team. Either Tanga or Toto to Rapana or Val if he plays. I'm not going against Gus against the Rabbitohs. It's his old team, bro. No, no. No way. Yeah. You have a blinder. Brand new stadium. Roosters are out to win it. Possibly. Might get nine and a half fingers out of ten, but I'm backing him not to. Well, that's yeah. a good segue, yeah. Juzzy, into the next question. What will be the games of the round this 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 upcoming week? It's oh, th- Thursday night, Parave Storm. I think there's a couple of juicy ones on offer. Like they might not be spectacles like we seen the other night, but I think there's a couple of good games on offer. Dragons Broncos. I mean, anything could happen. Broncos seem defeated. Roosters Rabbits. Really, yeah. game around for yeah. me. You think game of the round? Yeah. If, I mean, if they both turn up with the attitude and intensity that I hope they turn bro, up with, brand new stadium and full teams, like like you know, I can see I can see Melbourne Power being just as as good a spectacle. Does this, yeah, hundred percent. Does this game give the Roosters? I know they're already above. That's all good. So that this game works out. Like, can the the Rabbitohs jump up to where the Roosters are on the ladder? Can they finish um, above the Roosters? If, is, this, yes. is this game for pride? No. I think it's if we beat them by, I think, by 30 points or something like that. The the Roosters can jump up to fifth if yeah. they win and Parramatta lose. Yeah. And the Rabbitohs can also jump up to fifth if they win and Parramatta lose. If Parra win, Parra win they, play, they stay sixth and seventh and they play each other. It's just a matter of where. Actually, I might just jump in here because I saw a comment on Facebook. Um, uh, where was it? Richard Allen. Um, if Eels win, how ma- if Eels win, how many Roosters and Rabbitohs players get rested? Because then, yeah. Well, that's yeah. See, that's the other thing. Um, a lot does hinge on that game. Yeah, like a lot hinges on that game. But um, I. I don't think Roosters, Rabbitohs, it's got to be a spectacle. They can't do a mass resting of players. It's the brand new stadium. They can't do that. <laughs> I don't it's think a, that matters, mate. It, no, no, it honest. does. It's, it's, a, it's a sellout. I don't think that matters. Um, it's at, at the end of the day. Yeah, but at, at the end you've of the day. You've also got to make sure your team's not burnt out for the final. Some of your. That's it. Do you want, do you want a spectacle in round 25 of the regular season when not much for the is grand on? Final. Or, or some for time throughout the final series. Yeah. Let me tell you this much. If the grand final's in Sydney, they'd much rather right. a fucking Roosters at, than a At the uh, end of the Melbourne. day, they've already you named know? their 22-man squad. So, worst-case scenario is they can take out five big stars, which still leaves them pretty decent teams. But Obvious, you will, obviously but not what the people have brought their tickets to turn exactly. up to fucking see, but... You got to pay the following week and next day. At, at the end of the day, you're, you're talking let's, like let's just everyone cheer, cheer on Melbourne. So everything else is irrelevant. So everyone's still got fucking everything to play for. Let's go Storm. I think Storm win anyway. Personally, that's oh, me. I think so too. But yeah, that's I just it. think there's so much hinging on that game, and lucky it's early because if that was a Sunday afternoon game, well, it'd be it'd be better. Everyone would have to play. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah. everyone would have to play. But what worries me is the Storm and the Roosters last week. Like they got to be a little bit depleted. From well, that after game. taking that on, oh, absolutely! Like you can't play a game like that and not feel the effects next week. Well, yeah, look, you you know game. what? I'll be honest with you, but like you can, because 
They have to, man. Says the professional rugby league player. No, 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 but you do. You notice it. I get that. You have to. But you notice when teams have tough games. Sometimes the next week, like that, they might might still go all the way, but you you can sometimes see the effects of fatigue and just like just the little things that like oh okay maybe a couple of blokes are just carrying niggles or something like that or well that's for me that's what will the roosters will be the ones coming from the bottom of the eighth. So they will be having this massive... They have to be up for weeks and weeks. Do you know what I mean? So this week, if if Storm does does win... No, I mean, if, if Para does win, then I, I can see Teddy sitting down for a week. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I can see, I can see Latrell getting a rest. Uh, there'll be key people getting rest for them ready for week one finals. I uh, would. They'd have to. They'd have to. They have to, man. Like, Teddy's already been up since Origin. You well, know? T- Teddy's Teddy, bro. I, yeah, but I, you, I get what you're saying, but I don't think you have to worry about Teddy. It's a long time to be up. I'd probably be more rested than if he... We Hargraves, maybe Sam Verrills. Probably career best format. Who Vera Hargraves? Absolutely. Like, but I don't want him to go out and do something stupid against the Rabbitohs and get suspended for the final series. Yeah, oh, that I'm can happy go for him. Way. Sit that down. Can, nah, that nah. can take go a rest way. Bro. Take got, a chill pill. It's a liability. They've got Latrell and a Cody so, yeah, Walker. That's what I mean. Saying you'd much rather I'm, sit. Well, I'm sitting both. I'm resting both of those too. Me too. Me too, man. If 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 that's what. Needed to be done. I'm, I'm, yeah, if I can't play Canberra week one, I'm resting. So, yeah, that's 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 where Supercoach is at this week. A lot hinges on that game. Big time. In our opinion, anyway, we might be wrong. But Possibly. I don't think so. Yeah, um, all right. Any matchups you see an upset in this week? Like, is there a possible upset game? Like, can, can Manly do the Dogs? Could the Knights do the Sharks? No, no tonight's doing the Sharks. Unless the Sharks end up doing that's rest. But. All right. Can the Rabbitohs do the Roosters? <laughs> Sorry, Louis. Yes. Yeah, you no, think they can? I, I honestly think they can too. And look, historically, um, it's just like when Roosters and Eels play, 
South in the past five, six games have won every single time. Just like against the Eels. We've won every single time in the past five, six games. Don't know what it is, but... They turn up to play. Yeah, just in that rivalry, yeah. And especially with, well, as you said, with such a big game last week. And they don't, they won't have Radley. They won't have Tupo. Won't have Lindsay, Collins. Collins. Lindsay Collins. I think South will get up. Well, so like since that game in like 2009 or 2000, 2019 or 18 when they beat Hughes right on the buzzer and then Hughes come back and beat them right on the buzzer with an A-ray try later on in the season. That was the last time they beat Hughes. I believe so. Yeah. When I, look, I looked at the history earlier today, and yeah, the last, I think, four or five games we've won each one. Look, new stadium. It's Roosters' home ground. Rabbitohs are contesting for it to be their home ground and everything as well. There's a lot going on. That like, shit ain't happening. In, in, no, no, but in, in that club land aspect leading up to this game, that book of feud, feud stuff. And you, can, and you can guarantee there's going to be a lot more South fans at the stadium than Roosters, that's for sure. Well, yeah, I'm not sure, but... I'll guarantee that. Yeah? Yeah, there's about six Roosters people. <laughs> Maybe seven. 40,000 <laughs> lifetime members, though. Yeah, but they don't leave their fucking yeah, yeah, Bondi yeah. mansions and shit. That's it. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> Not going to snub it with the slum. There's no <laughs> helipad at the ground. They all can't get dropped <laughs> off. <laughs> Sorry if you're in eastern suburbs, huh? No, we're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> get a fucking train. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, like footy, man. What, do you just want to talk footy? Anything? Oh, no, you were talking earlier, like, judiciary stuff, like, is the judiciary, do we need a real in the off-season of that? Like, is, should that be looked at in the off-season for footy, like? Should they just take an off-season themselves at NRL HQ? We just had one. too much? Yeah, but it didn't work. Um, no, clearly. Clearly. No one's on the same page, same as the bunker, same as match review committees. So I think everyone need, needs, like, a ballpark figure before they go to well, work. Even the referees on the field and the bunker can't agree. You see times there where the referee gives his opinion and the bunker's just like, yep, no, this. And for some reason, the on-field referee has to listen to this goose in the fucking bunker. Well, why can't the on-field referee have the final call? Um, He's the one there. He's the one getting yeah. the flow of the game. He's the one fucking adjudicating every single other ruling. Why should this douchebag in the fucking box come in for one call and go, yep, nah, he wasn't held when he passed the ball. Like, the ref caught him held. You heard the ref call him held. But the, re- the ref referred to the bunker, so the ref Adam wants G that. No, it's Captain Challenge usually when this shit happens. Oh, Adam, yeah, yeah. Adam G did a call in the bunker the other night, and he went back, and, like, I don't know exactly what's going on, but what's shown on screen, as far as I'm concerned, is what needs to be established to ask the viewer and the audience and everyone there at the ground as to what's going on. Because you can't see exactly what's happened. Everyone turn their head and watch the screen. You know what I mean? Try and figure out what's going on. You've got no commentary, so you've got to work it out your best, right? I personally think the ref's mic, <clears throat> when referring to the bunker and talking, should be broadcast over the stadium, right? Because you, you hear it on the broadcast with TV, but you don't hear it if you're at the stadium, and it's essential. You need to know what the fuck's going What's going on? Well, so you only hear the video ref. You don't hear the actual on-field ref. No, you don't even necessarily hear the video ref well, adjudicating, depending on what stadium you're at. You, yeah, well, that's, depending on what stadium. But as yeah, far as I'm concerned, it's a game day experience thing, and I, but not not all stadiums have the same facilities. You can't expect. They've all that. got PAs. They've all got the ability to broadcast. 
They do. They've all got screens and stuff set up. Wherever an NRL game is played, it's part of the NRL. Well, there's it's the... broadcast. <laughs> it, th- therefore, it needs to be. Even the country games, believe me, it's not that hard. Here's your thing. They have a thing called rabbit ears or game day ears that yeah, they sell like for 20 bucks, bro. Yeah, well, there you go. That's why. Well, you know, you know, you know what the big stadiums, you can hear all the refs, what the refs saying, what the yeah, bunk is saying. Don't, don't be wrong. I've, I, and you hear the difference sometimes in the broadcast, too. Um, well, you hear everything in the broadcast. Yeah. On TV, you hear what the ref's going up there for, what the bunker said. Hey, mate, can you go up and challenge this? Check this, please. He's like, yep. Hey, bunker, can you check this? What you just told me to check? It's like, why can't the fucking bunker just check it? Are you telling him to check? But Adam G did a call in the bunker the other night where, to me, the viewer, he showed absolutely everything that happened inch by inch. He went, here's where you can see the ball's up. Here's where it crosses the line. You can see it's the same frame. And not every bunker official seems to do it that way, but when they do it that way and they just really lay it out for you exactly, especially like a contentious decision over a try or a no try or something like that, Really, really appreciate it as a viewer of the game. I'm, I'm a massive G fan on and off the field. Oh, I love his stuff. I think he's good. Yeah, like straight up. Well, fuck watch your Pines, fuck your Suttons. I heard him in the bunker the other night and I saw like the actual adjudication and I was just like, perfect. Because sometimes, exactly what you're referring to, I'm going to throw Ashley Klein under the bus here because I've seen him do it a few times in the bunker. Um, he's and, horrible. And it might be Cummins as well, but... Yes, you see some outrageous calls from the bunker where they just they go up and it's just like, whoa, hold on, what's going on? And you're coming back here and stuff like that. It's just like, what's going on here? It feels like sometimes there's an element of management of the game too. I think it's just incompetence. Yeah? Yeah. I don't, I don't think they could deliberately try and fix the game if they tried. They're fucking that useless. They're scared. They're all, most of them have got fear. There's only about two free refs that don't have fear, and it's, I think it comes down to the media and the social what media. Do you think of the I like him. He's okay. I'm yeah. a fan. Yeah, yeah, right. Luke uh, Thompson, Luke, Luke something, is it? Not sure. Who cares? It's Luke Ginger. Parker? Nah, Google Ginger it. Guy. You got a phone. Something. We just call him Big. What are going to do? NRL ring a ref? Just call yeah. him Big, big I, I, I can guarantee you, you put that into Google straight up. Here we go. Put that into Google, and if he doesn't come up as the picture, I'll be surprised. No, nah, I like him. He's good. I do like Andrew G as well. He, you know what? They seem to understand the grey area. You know what I mean? Like when someone's not going to be an, an effect on a play. I think Atkins is the best. Grant, Atkins is, yeah. yeah, he's number one for me. And then I've got G, Ranga behind, Klein's useless, Cummings, not, yeah, whatever. Chris Sutton's better than Gerard, but they're both Suttons. Yeah. Can't find old mate, but it is very odd how Todd Smith. I think that's him. It is, it is very odd how one family yeah. managed to get so much power in the NRL refereeing system. It seems like a lot, doesn't it? When you've got like two, three brothers involved in it. Yeah, well, it started out as just Bernard. He was just a referee, and there was no one else. There were no other Suttons, and then Bernard got, I think. Yeah top gig as referee's boss and all of a sudden Gerard's refereeing all the big games within a few years and now Chris is coming through but I like Chris he's alright 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 what else we got I don't know Berg's got his list over there Lou mate you got anything yeah yeah got a digest well we've got a uh, 
Around 24 recap, studs and duds by Brad Smith, by the legend himself. Um, Bradley. Let's have a reach through, through this, shall we? Why not a reach around, Louis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. First of all, studs. Um, obviously, King Gutho, or as you can see in the in the uh, the title of this video, Queen Gutho, we like to call him. Um, scoring 159. Apparently, there's 140 people that traded him out, oh, which that's going to hurt. Um, also, AJ Brimson went big uh, with 139, and IPAP um, proving again why he's one of the most popular forwards with a 123. Um, also, another one, Jordan Rappiner, who we've touched on before tonight, uh, getting a 120. Rapana's got tons in him, mate. You know what I mean? Like, Rapana's a gun. He really is. If you want to completely pot on, Sebastian Chris loves to try. Yeah. He's not a big fan of passing when he can see that line semi-open. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Louis, continue on. Yep. Um, Dan Gagai, again, got 123, which uh, I think that came from probably the last 15 minutes when he got multiple line breaks and stuff when they were down down a man after Titans got... Was it Brian Kelly, I'm pretty sure? Got sent off for that... Sin Bin for that um, throw. For that throw on um, Dom Young. Um, Who else? Hudson Young. Hudson Young also getting 111. Um, And as Brad says, he is one of the informed forwards at the moment. Between him and Sean Lane, if you've had them for the last probably five weeks, you, you are killing it. Like they've been way up there. Way up there, the pair of them. And at the start of the year, I don't think I mentioned either of them. Yeah, you've had them both, yeah. Sold them both too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, well, you also had uh, Sean O'Sullivan, Tino, also cracked the 100. Um, Sean Lane, uh, Jerome Hughes, Brian Toto, and Nikora. A shining light in what was a bludger of a game. Definitely. He's definitely another option this week as well. Yeah, yeah good pod option. Mm, I believe, believe I actually saw someone comment in the Facebook chat as well. Yeah. Get on Nakora. Um, Duds. Oh, Val Holmes. What's going on? 41. You know what went on? We played South. We're just better. So yeah, they scored 10 points. Yeah. Um, Reed Money. He's fallen off this year, hasn't he, compared to last year? Big time. Yeah, um, I've I've never been a big fan of Reed. Like he, his base is down and his attacking stats just totally dried up. Is that cause you think he's going somewhere else or is he ultimate professional? Or? Mm. No, I don't think he's got anything to do with him going somewhere else. He seems he's under him now. Yep. Um, Ola Kuatu. Um <laughs> As Brad said here, the whole Manly team really realistically should be listed. Yeah. Um, but given his big ownership, yeah, thirty. Olakuatu is not the best. Um, Cherry, well, Cherry Evans getting a twenty twenty nine. That's for it. All those that traded traded in Cherry Evans for Cleary. In an ideal world, in the last probably month, 
you wouldn't be playing these guys. If you had trades, you probably would have flicked them. If you didn't, you wouldn't be playing them unless they're a last resort. I know Alquatu put in two good weeks. The last two, this was a dud week, but yeah, you'd try and avoid playing all many plays at this rate. Yeah. Um, we also had Cam Munster um, with dismal 26. Uh, Adam Reynolds getting six. Knocked out. Yeah, Ben Ben Hunt. He went off early, I'm pretty sure. Go use it. Go on by eight minute. There you go. Yeah. Uh, ben Hunt getting 11. Now, here's just to stop you there. Young Dukes. <laughs> Young Dukes. Head-to-head grand final. For a pretty decent cash against his housemate, Mitch. And he goes to mad pod play of um, selling Jerome Hughes for Benny. Ninety point turnaround. Cost him? I think he. I think he crept home. I think he crept home. Just wow. He would have been shooting himself though. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was tight. I think it came back to. I think it did come back to updates and stuff. But yeah, Duke's got him in the end. I think. Yeah, and last last but not least for the duds, Sean Johnson, who uh, holds a record for the most appearances on the duds list with a three. Juicy oh, three. Ouch. Knock me over with a feather. Ouch. Uh, pod play of the week. Gutherson owners. Gutherson. Um, especially anyone who captained him. Captained him. Yeah. Um, you know. What a ballsy play and not many, if any. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't have been many. Um, PPM star of the week, kick out. Over 11 times this year, he scored over one point per minute, and he did it again, getting 102 and 70 minutes. Um, what he does, he's on a Sunday, probably pre update. Some somehow, uh, uh, Brado's team, Hopper's finger, got some wins this week. Uh, thanks to a last-minute decision to swap task for Moga. Lovely. Yeah. Um, Moga's been going all right. Moga's been the past few weeks. He's got a few good scores. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it for me. Uh, what do you thanks got again th- for Brad for that? Yeah. Thanks again, Brad and Ross. All years run the ball up hard for us, so we really can't thank you enough, boys. It's been and and the content's great. Like if you really go back and have a look. Brad's hit the nail, solid 80% of the time, solid. So, it's good in, it's good information, he does his work, you know. Definitely, no, nah, thank you guys, and if you come see me, I reckon I can thank you enough. <laughs> Another one of them, mate. <laughs> um, you got any live questions there, Louis? Uh, again, live, thank you guys that have tuned in every week to watch us and that. We can't thank you guys enough as well. Um Absolutely, everyone has tuned in all year, live. Yeah, listen on the thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway you like, like anyway you listen. Um, yeah, we can't thank you enough for giving us the year we have. You know, we have we get the questions off the guys and we get inquiries through the week that sometimes trigger our our agendas. So thank you, Louis. Thank you for coming on board this year. We put the call out this year. It's been a pleasure. You um came straight around so that was awesome as well we can't thank you enough as well man um, appreciate all your efforts this year sometimes we know it's hard to learn the tech trust me i can't learn my phone so yeah 
Jazzy. Love your work, lad. Con, you too, bros. Cheers, mate. It's been a pleasure, boys. Supercoach season drawing to a close. I mean, for us, it's pretty much over. We're not in overall contention whatsoever. Uh, congratulations. I won big last week from me if I score about a million. Yeah, no, I was thinking about 70,000, but... Million to get you there. could glitch on the weekend. Double captain. Could you double captain and get home? Nope. Nah, no. <laughs> Speaking of. I need to captain my old team. Captains, boys. Who are you captaining this week? With your final captaincy of the year, your final vice, looking at the roundup. Let's just go over that again. We've got Paris Storm, Dogs Manly. Roosters, Rabbits, Warriors, Titans, Dragons, Broncos, Cowboys, Depleted Panthers, Knights, Sharks, Tigers, Raiders. I will be going Val if Melbourne win. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking Trell. I'm thinking going Trell. I'll be keeping an eye on that one, Louis, just in case. Um, things don't go that way, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't mind that either. In saying that. Either Teddy or Trell, I think, are both up for big games. See, I forgot. Ted, Trell's up against his old team, so he's got a point to prove there as well. Yeah, and you know what? he's And, and his teammate in Teddy. He's been the form fullback for the past, since he's come back, really. Uh, not many have outscored him. If not, they definitely haven't out-averaged him. Well, I think so. he's leading the NRL in line break assists right now. He's a weapon. I'm pretty sure. Like, we, we knew Trell was a weapon. Yeah. But his rehab's done him... Whole lot of good by the look of it. Oh, he went to America and she come back trimmer than yeah, I think I've ever seen him. So focus and learn how to train in a different way from what we've got here. Like you know what their sports systems are like in the US, they're insane. Look at their professional sport, NFL. Um, I don't know. I think they just sent him to the like foremost expert on hamstrings. Yeah, and you some yank dude. Yeah. Because there's the market for it over there. You know what I mean? Because American sports is massive, massive, massive money. Well, apparently he taught him pretty much how to rewalk. So, everything there up and then... Obviously, he's come back with a totally different mental attitude. Yeah. His physique's different. And he just looks happy. Yeah, he does, man. And years gone by, I don't think you've seen that. Never. Yeah, I'm here to play footy, you know. It's more of a... Here to play footy. Usually, yeah. When he went for an obligation earlier on in his career, it was more... Sorry for an interview. It was more like an obligation. Now he's happy. He's chilled. We're the entertainers. Look, come look at me. Come watch me play. What what game of the round do they play, actually? What game is that? Is that third game? So that's a VC. With the outs, especially if you've got some Penrith. Oh, no, it doesn't work because they play early, too. No, they don't. They play late. They play Saturday night. So yeah, with the Penrith, you could look at the VC loop with 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 Trell. I think Trell's probably a good VC loop just because of the matchup. It's a tough matchup, so I think I'd like to have a look rather than just balls up on him. Up to you though, if you've got the numbers and don't want to run an AE or whatever. But for me, I'd probably VC him and go into someone at the Sharks or so. Who's the Tigers playing? Sorry, Raiders. Someone at the Raiders, or even... Rapana? Would you put a big balls captain on Rapana? You could. You could, the Cowboys. The Cowboys are the other ones, too. If they play if they play a full-strength side against the... There's some Jersey fleggers and all I heard in there. There's some youngsters in there. So I, 
for me, team of grade men should thump them like. No, I get it. Like most of them are the reserve grade and they just won the premiership, well, the minor premiership or whatever in their division, but they've been playing against the second or third best NRL team all year. So it's a totally different ball game. You remember yourself when they used to come back from 20s, they'd come up from 20s and they go, oh, he's a child prodigy and he's gone, you didn't hear him again. <laughs> because it's a totally different sport, like, yeah. Must like those English backs. You look at the 20s, mate, 50-point games, yeah, old mate scoring five tries, but the defence wasn't there. 30-year-old bloke that's been smashing blokes and been getting smashed since he was your age. It's just going to rip you in pieces. <laughs> it's good to watch. It's a hard knock line. <laughs> it's good to watch. <laughs> so what do you say? Panthers have a chance of not winning this weekend. I just feel, I just feel for no. the sake of Penrith, for the sake of Penrith, um, just, a, just a couple of there, a couple of them will be ego-driven, you know. They don't want to go out against the full-strength cows. They're hoping that Paramount will win. Well, I just feel bad for the debutants. That, yeah, I know Penrith deserve to rest their players and whatnot, but these debutants are now just being thrown a jersey willy-nilly. They haven't feel like they've earned their debut. They're getting thrown up against one of the best teams in the NRL. I think it's a bit unfair. Yeah, it is. They're going to get... I mean, They're defensively look, sound. It could, it could be, but also if they are doing this charter flight, they might be taking a bunch of their family. It's very much a community club. It's a lot of local juniors in there as well. Yeah. So it might be a whole thing of, you know what? Nah, your boys are all going to go play in the big time. And like that's it. They might be like, look, this is your first opportunity for a game. We've got a real good team at the moment, but people are constantly moving through and going, and this this is your chance to start playing footy. That's right. I feel like I'd be a bit besmirched maybe because I'd, I'd want to earn that first grade jersey. Not just be handed it because no, but they've a done that through reserve grade arrested. throughout the year. This but is their chance haven't. to go out and show the world what they can do. You know, because no one watches New South Wales Cup. Like realistically, it's not the NRL. Whereas this is their first time on TV. One of those bikes is going to be interviewed after. It'd be Mitch Kenny, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it, it is it is a bit of an odd situation, but Look, I mean, I don't feel like they haven't earned it. No, I just feel it takes away a bit. Good luck to them. That's Good luck to them. Yeah, I hope they absolutely kill it. That's it. Remember the young knights? Remember the baby Broncos? No, I remember. Sometimes a bunch of kids. Burton and a lot of the Panthers in the last couple of years too. Right. Sometimes a bunch of kids can have a hell of a lot to prove, man. They are the future. And like you forget that sometimes. Like let's wait and see what happens. Like like you said, like, <laughs> but, I'm going thirty plus. That, that, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that has been sprinkled in with an NRL team. It's just pretty much the reserve grade teams. You're right, they don't have the experience out there very much to guide them. Yeah, it's like, good luck, guys. Like, they've they've got a bench hooker out there to guide them. You know what I mean? Like, I I get what you're saying. They don't have, yeah, some of those cool heads. Those 30-year-old blokes, the ones on your side, that'll sometimes step up and go, Oh, just that. We we look today. (laughs) The oldest ball's 27. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that? Fisher Harris or Kigau. And yo, uh, yeah, they're oh, all okay. Trying. So they've still got their big boys out there yeah, to like, guide the team around. No, they're not playing. Oh, but I'm just saying, like their oldest plays thirty. Well, yeah. yeah, they're a young, young team. Yeah, Arpy'd be their oldest. Yeah, he's he got more. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a young, young side. It's a good young side too. Like, let's be realistic. 
Like I said, this is their chance to show the world what they got. And I mean, it's a tough <laughs> test if they are fighting a full-strength Cowboys. But yeah, I'd be looking at a captain in there. Um, I'd be looking at a captain in the Sharks game. If you maybe wanted to pod on with the Dogs versus Manly, just after what they've been throwing up. Which one? <laughs> Both. And yeah, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't trust <laughs> anyone in there. It'd be realistic. That's yeah, good work, thanks. Um, I would go to check your VC. Nah. Nah. But way too much fucking drinking that day. <laughs> but yeah, nah, I'd be I'd be def- definitely looking, especially if you're up there. If you're up there like um, Toby, I'd be probably maybe looking for that pod. Like Nico showed last week, he he wasn't the highest scorer in the team, even though it was a bludger of a game. There's other guys out there. You don't have to necessarily go with the grain this week. I think this is the week to. Especially if you can get to third, I'd be trying to find a bit of a pod captain. Well, I think a lot of people might have been hurt last week with the pants playing so early and nobody wanting to just BC a kick out or a May or something like that. They just BC it, play it safe, and then they didn't really go big enough to worthy the loop. Well, what I loop? Yeah, he did, and took away either Latrell or Hines, which a lot of people did captain. So in the end, it was... Great move, or he just threw the C straight out there. He yeah. wouldn't cop DCE's twenty six, poor bugger. <laughs> and yeah, he ended up losing that one to so, Scotty. Scotty Scorpion got up again this year. Oh, he see, did. I told you, two K coming Scotty's way. He knows, he knows he shit, Scotty. So. He does, man. That's two years in a row he's taken out our top one. Yeah, so. that's it. Like he knows what he's oh, doing. Did, did he do it last year? Yeah, too, man. He's gone back to back. Ah. Yeah. Congratulations, Scotty. Killing it. Jazzy's right, got dude. a ring for you, Scotty. Well, yeah, I'll have to get on to Supercoach rings. Uh, oh, yeah, that too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we've gone. gone there already. It's past nine o'clock. We're sweet. <laughs> Your kids aren't in bed. Well, Bab Harrington. So you should have learned a long time ago. The smart ones did and told us. I don't listen to you guys while the kids are in the car. No way. What are you talking about? Not the way he carries on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you find him? Navy building. See? Shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, what else we got, guys? Is that it? No, Open we're it up. On that. Oh, look at that. Got a couple of questions on the live. Oh. Got a couple of questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Vows. Vowsy! Skidmark. Ah. As ever, thanks for commenting, mate. Um, evening champions sitting around the 8k mark. Got Cook and Edwards out. Still have three trades. Oh, Still have three trades. Do you have a boost, bro? What's the point? He didn't oh. need him. He was obviously tracking tracking nicely. Uh, got enough cash to go uh, to go to Grant and Gutho, or should I target Pods and try and get high up the rankings? This is my best finish so far. Cheers, lads, for a top year. Uh, big shout out to Roscoe and Smitty too. Yes, Bowsy. Pot on, brother. Uh, Reuben mm. Cotter. And I don't know if Rapana's available, but if you can substitute and get Rapana or Sebastian Chris, if not, fullback only, go Savage. Ooh. There you go. Heard it here Ooh. first. Ooh. And Bowsy, don't forget if he's... Uh, Listening and watching, uh, Vowsy does do drift and he's a oh, pro. Sorry, Lucky Miller. Pro drifter. Pro drifter. So check out Vowsy's stuff. I like I like watching the drifts. It's good. 
Does a good skid mark. Does. What else you got there, Louie? We have Sean O'Vayret. Sean O. Was cracking legends. Won two out of four grand finals. Buddy <laughs> Munster cost me a bottle of Jacks versus me versus my mate in one league. Mm. Well done on two. Sucks on the Jack, but 50-50's uh, not bad. Hopefully you're in for some cash. Make up for that. Pay for that Jacks. Uh, Paul Pullman Kennan thanks uh, thanks us for all the great advice. No, thank you, ah, Paul, thank man. you Paul, man. He also, he also says we're, we're, we look like we're just about to go on a long holiday. We need it. Now, just, just touching on Pullman and that, they, they do run the Hub uh, Supercoach Discord, um, SC, SC Hub on the Discord. They're on another level. They are. Let's just establish the people that are in there. Like, we can't even figure out how to use the Discord, and we've got four blokes in this room. If you know how to use Discord and you do Supercoach, you've got to go get on Supercoach Hub because it's where everyone who knows Supercoach in and out and live and breathe it go to chat about Supercoach with other like-minded people. Well, it's not yet. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. Is it only Bergs that's tried this Discord? Well, look, I've loosely tried. Like, it, it's just it's set up like an internet forum board. If you can figure it out... It's pretty, it's, it's pretty straightforward, but it's just like, I don't know, I've just never really used it. I tell you, it's how fucked I am with it every week. No one goes, oh, no. <laughs> you're no, like, no. It's yours next year, then. You Straight up. If you can use Discord, you, you'll then you like should the dis- definitely... Discord's where you're at, I'm telling you. you you appreciate Discord. And the Discorders. Gregory will get back, but... Gregory uh, can't use Discord. Just on the Discord, it also has BBL section. I'm pretty sure there's racing, the boys cover everything like they are on top of everything they got some great minds in amongst the group and yeah they just i really recommend it if you're super coach peter elsa uh peter elsa as a couple first of all wonder who'll be playing panthers in grand final roosters i reckon roosters panthers roosters grand final Mm. this new south wales cup one because storm Roosters playing in the NRLGF. Oh. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I think the Roosters make it. I'll put it to you that way. Storm Penrith can battle it out to see who gets there. Yeah, no, I think Penrith will. Um, where was our second one? Oh, there we go. Uh... Here we go. Crichton to win the grand final off an intercept wayward pass from Munster. You heard it here, folks. Who's that from? Peter Elzer again. So he thinks it's going to be... So Panthers fan? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Panthers fan, bro. I thought he was Stephen... talking Angus Crichton. Stephen Crichton, <laughs> he's, he's had his intercept for his glory day. He's... I think I yeah. thought he was talking but Angus Cotton. I thought, fuck, he's already given up on the Panthers in one comment. <laughs> <laughs> Picked up a sweet intercept two weeks ago. He did? Yeah. Just saying. He's off, got it in him. Off whose pass? I don't know. I can't remember. Cody Walker's. But I'm pretty sure it's against South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Cody Walker pass. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Sean O'Vayra, uh thanks to you lads for the input this season. Still got a chance to make the top 500 overall. Fingers crossed. Good stuff. Good luck, Sean, eh? Uh, 
with some some of your tips and advice. So cheers, boys. Um, and obviously not much of it because <laughs> you're in a good position. Only some. Only some. Good on you for being able to figure out what hey. to listen to and what not. Pick can you help us out next year? If you can pick and choose bad ones like that. Uh, and poor poor man, again, Bergs is great with Discord. He's done a great job with the pod last week. Oh, nice okay, yeah, no, I had a good time on there. It was a good oh. chat with the boys. Um, it was, yeah, it's similar to what we do, probably a little tad more professional. Um, but, yeah, it's a good... Really? Than us? Only a tad. You know how we get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no, it's a really good time. Uh, they did they did put the feelers out to see if probably next year uh, a couple of other boys will come on, so... I'll definitely get one of you boys on next year, just or whenever they want you to come on, you know. So be ready to go on another podcast. That's right. And uh, that's it from this one. Righto. So, gentlemen, thank you again. Can't thank you enough for the, the work you've put in. And it's been a yeah. good year. Thanks, boys. It's been fun. It has. Didn't quite make it in the end, but I had my best year head to head. That I've ever had, so yeah. well, for a while, I, I think I had my best super coach year overall. Really, like I, I, I tried to stand on my own too a lot this year and didn't quite piece it together. Well, you've but, learned a lot, super coach wise, over the last couple of years. Like, so yeah, you're bound to get better and better. I've just got I've regressed, <laughs> I regressed hard this year, but it's just one of them things. Like, if you you know, if you nail it from the start and you're doing well, you you just invested a lot more. Whereas if you see yourself slipping, it just adds to the mindset. Oh, I'll see you next year, sort of thing, you know. Like <laughs> we, you know, we all we've all been there a couple of times. Like it's just like ah, but yeah, I think I think you can only come back uh, stronger next year. Um, next year, if we get a few more riders and we do our own right, and I think um, the website will benefit you as well because I think when you oh, were the website's benefited me greatly because I've got. Stuff that I need to know and look at right there in front of me. It's the whole reason why we wanted to put it together. It's so that way we can just see anything that we want to look at. Supercoach. It's where I get all my Supercoach information because it's all in one spot. So that's all we want to do is just try and grow it into more of just one place to go where you can find anything you need to do with Supercoach. If you've got any idea, any little thing you want to do, anything you want to write, if you want to do like a column or a video or whatever, like reach out, chat. Bergs will hook you up. And it's all free. Yeah, well, that's it, and that's exactly the way we want to keep it. I got a few ideas in mind, man. Like, I got ways that I can enhance my Super Coach game, but like, I'm trying to figure out how to bridge that gap between a couple of things, and then be able to bring it to the people. Ah, so you're trying to work out how to hack the system too? Nah, not to hack the system, but I do believe there there are some ways that if you've got the time to really do a bunch of data analysis, you, you can have some things just sort of shown to you. I remember when I first started, I had the time and I did that, and. Now I understand a bit more about the game and talking to some of the people that we've talked to over the last year and, and we've interacted with, it's just like, all right, I know there's a few things out there which I could really take Supercoach to the next we, level. We need to get together and you show me these spreadsheets and I'll show you what information. Yeah, 100%, and that's it. But there's heaps of other Supercoach minds out there. That's the one thing I've learned this year is, and they know heaps more than us. So it's about tapping into their minds as well and bringing it all together. I mean, it's... Well, yeah. Our, our our personal goal for next year should be just to be way better. You know what I mean? Like we should be able, with a website and with the tools at hand and if we find the right people, we really should be able to build something good. 
and special, you know. So it's just a matter of probably finding the right people. Some people aren't it's confident. It's not a matter of finding the right people at all. It's us finding the right attitude and pulling our fingers out. And My attitude's but that's awesome. not No, but, but I mean, look, you're both right. I, we, we need to do what we're doing. This feels like an off-air conversation, but bugger it. Oh, we're, having, we're, we're having it on air. Right, no, fuck it. Peace out. Peace. Peace. See you next year. And you might see... I clean the fish tank. You might see some boys on the um, baby at the BBL. Keep an eye out. No, out. we definitely have some BBL stuff coming. We don't know if there's going to be a pod or anything like that happening just yet. But yeah. just keep an eye on the website because that's where it's all going to be. When we're going to make a BBL section. I will. And then you'll see it from there. I will say this. There will probably be Zoom chats just like last year. Um, if, if Gregor can get his hands on a the laptop, there could be a Gregor episode somewhere in there. We'll just chat, just chat to Brad. Brad's very keen. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure if you go back and look at last year's BBL, there was a couple of Gregory episodes and you only had a phone. So I'm sure Gregory will find a way. The good news for you guys is if you do want to contribute or do something that Brad's spearheading it, so you don't have to deal with my shit or <laughs> any one of these guys. But, yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for the year, guys. Ladies, been a pleasure. Coaches Hope covers. Hope enjoyed it. Coaches covers everything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.